0: to the gender rebels
1: i'm kathleen a cis woman and ally and i'm faith a trans woman gender rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary a big thanks to our patreon supporters if you'd like to support the show go to patreon.com gender rebels hey everyone i'm kath
0: and I am Faith.
1: Faith, do we have any patrons to thank? We
0: have so many patrons. We have some really awesome patrons. Thank you guys so much! Yay! Yeah. Want to say thank you, Chloe.
1: Chloe, thank you.
0: Mark P. Thank you, Mark P. Amy G. Amy G. You're the best. Sammy K. Sammy K. You rock. Christopher M.
1: Christopher M.
0: is king of everything and everywhere.
1: Jeffrey S. Jeffrey S. is the affectionate, awesome guy that you wish you could hang out with more. Thea. Thea is my sister.
0: Markayla W. Markayla
1: W., you fucking rock! Riley. Rock and roll Riley. And Trisha T. Trisha T., come
0: sit with me. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you so much. We really appreciate your patronage. And if you want to be a patron, go to patreon.com forward slash gender rebels and... You can get access to cool stuff like the new stickers we're going to be sending out. You're going to love them, and uh, they're really cool. They say "Gender Rebel," and Ooh. they've got the little Rebel Alliance symbol on the trans flag. It's all really our cool.
1: gender rebels. Yeah,
0: we didn't want to. We didn't want a sticker advertising us. We kind of wanted if you're wearing it, it's you, you. You're, you're the gender rebel. Exactly. And we've got some other goodies. We're going to be sending those out to all our patrons once. Um. We get the other stuff ordered, Mm. and we also have another podcast, Mm -hmm. Kath and Faith Vampire Slayers, and that is exclusive for patrons only, Mm -hmm. and you can listen to that on our Patreon if you give only $1.
1: I never watched Buffy. Faith uh, apparently grew up on Buffy, and uh, we discussed that episode by episode. So, yeah. Well, Faith, I got another question.
0: All right. What's your question? It's no
1: surprise to our listeners to learn that you are trans. Am
0: I? Oh, surprise. shit. That explains a lot. It's, it's specifically yeah. why I'm taking so many hormones. Things are falling into place. Yeah. You're not just trans, though. You're gay. I am gay, too. I and am attract I present female, and I am attracted to female-presenting people. And you are female.
1: Like, yeah. you present female because you are female.
0: I'm... Both trans and gay, I get two letters of LGBTQ, so pfft, everyone else. Okay, brag. So, you're the T and you're the G. So, you grew
1: up, you know, trans, you grew up as a kid or a young adult or, or whatever in a world where it was either okay or not okay, but you, you know, you negotiated the world As a trans kid or as a a, a trans person figuring stuff out, you also negotiate the world as a gay person. And I would say at least half of our listeners, maybe more, are in the same boat. It It is a double struggle. It is not just being perceived as how you truly are. It is not just names and pronouns and hormones. But it's also gay people have dealt with some shit. Yeah. And a lot of biases and a lot of rumors and a lot of scare tactics and a lot of incorrect ideas. And right now I think about the gay community and it seems very normal to me and I tell my coworkers about my wife and my partner and she and her and it is a total and utter non-issue and it's hard to remember that it was not that long ago. Yeah. Like literally maybe a Decade ago, less, or that is maybe 20 years. Yeah, yeah, and 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 we're in New York, It, it is entirely possible that someone is in Alabama, someone is in Tallahassee, someone is outside the United States and
0: gay is yeah.
1: still a thing that can get you killed or Gain's harassed still a thing or that can fired get you
0: killed or imprisoned in many countries in the world kicked out of your house
1: yeah. lose your job all of these things that trans people are concerned about in the united states gay people are concerned about the world over and i feel like we've almost and i know trans is is in the rainbow is in the acronym is part of everything so my question for you as a gay person you're a lesbian you're yeah. a gay woman, and you grew up with all this trans stuff, and for our cisgender gay listeners, mm-hmm. or our transgender gay listeners, or even our cisgender straight listeners and our trans straight listeners, blah, 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 let's talk about that gay stuff. Let's talk about that experience of your okay. life, because I, I, I'm concerned sometimes that maybe we've neglected a lot of that.
0: You know, it's, who you're attracted to is not your gender. Correct totally um, different things. That's why I kind of like when people say I'm attracted to female identifying people, I'm attracted mm-hmm. to male identifying people, I'm mm-hmm. attracted to anything with a pulse. <laughs> <laughs> um I that's not a joke against bi people. It's a it's a joke against pan people. No. Um like look, me? Like pan people like me? We love everyone provided there's consent involved. If you're nice and you go with consent we love you. Yeah. Whatever you're doing, we don't care. Um, whether it involves latex or what's the other thing? Nitrile. Nitrile.
1: We have this whole thing this weekend, and I'll talk about this while you look up your okay. – I've got it already. This whole thing about whether
0: there's people who are into latex and what a kinky little Because latex, because I've seen pictures of like fetish models mm. in like the, the ultra tight latex. Oh, that full I, body latex. I gotta admit, mm. that that shit's pretty hot. It's glossy, it's black, yeah. it's flawless. Like that's and, not really my mm. really
1: fetish, but that's pretty damn hot. But then I had to explain to Faith and our friends and any healthcare worker who's listening right now knows exactly what I'm going to say, but latex allergies are a thing and throughout medical institutions worldwide they're starting to use nitrile instead of latex to avoid latex allergies so it turned into this whole thing where, like cath is into nitrile but faith is into latex
0: and never the twain shall meet and yet we met anyway yes. Um, so any anyway, anywho, this whole thing about we need to do a gay episode started because I was watching uh a YouTube channel I enjoy greatly mm-hmm. called uh the YouTuber's actually Matt Baum. It's B A U M E like like tree. Like tree in German. And uh it's it's Matt Baum's Culture Cruise. And what he does is he watches Cruise t- like a boat trip or cruise like Cruiser like cruise cruise like a boat trip. Okay like his culture cruise he Come has a, little, he has a little sailor hat he wears sometimes Aww. he's very gay it's great it's uh but he analyzes like the gay episodes of old tv shows like mash or golden girls mm-hmm. or murphy brown or things like that and i really like his episodes cuz they are kind of great and insightful And it really does kind of show where our culture was at certain things Mm -hmm. at certain times in the 80s or the 70s or wherever Mm -hmm. we were when they were doing these these gay shows. Because at some points it was like, what do the streets think of gays? It's surprising. Gays exist. Ha, ha, ha. Let's watch the street people deal with that. And then eventually it became, no, let's watch the street people inadvertently hurt their gay uh, people in their lives. Mm -hmm. And the gay people have actual lives and opinions and and feelings mm-hmm. and and that kind of cultural evolution through sitcoms and at some point we get the point of view of the actual gay
1: person yeah. and what it's like to hear stuff like that so and to go home after work and just vent about that yeah
0: yeah so link down below i definitely recommend y'all check it out yes this was good and i was watching the one about ellen DeGeneres is coming out on her show ellen sitcom in the 90s i used to watch it because mm-hmm. i loved ellen DeGeneres's comedy she's funny and <laughs> I broke down crying about about coming out, and, and it's kind of funny because Matt Baum is joking about like the stages of coming out, mm. and I kind of broke down crying, just like being like, "Oh my god," you know, all this stuff that I've buried, all this stuff I had to come out with, and all the you know hiding everything and and coming to accept myself and. I came out and I'm, I'm crying, but I'm like also have a smile because I know how stupid it is it's to be not crying. stupid. No. It's. I mean, no, but you know what I mean. Like, it's like sort of stupid to be crying over a YouTube video. Disagree. And so I came out to Kath, and I was like, just like, you know, I was gay, and I didn't. Or I was I was gay and trans, and I just kept all this. I had to keep all this stuff buried you inside didn't get me. Didn't to talk about and it. And sometimes it comes out like that. Sometimes it just sort of accidentally comes out Mm -hmm. and i i had a recent situation where for those of you who don't know i am a huge 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 garbage fan the band Mm. garbage they are my absolute favorite band of all time i love shirley manson lead singer um completely idolize her i used to dress like her when i was a 15 year old boy sometimes 16 year old boy (laughs) sometimes (laughs) i still dress like her and um but even as a 16 year old boy I was like I'm going to dress like that and um I I got to meet her recently and um you know and, and I said I told her that like I wouldn't have had the courage to transition if it hadn't been for her music and and having that kind of kind of emotional I guess anchor could be the word. Yeah, that makes um, sense. And, and she was v- super nice, just insanely nice. She's a, she's a wonderful person mm. and, and just was so nice about it and like hugged me and like told me she loved my skirt and all this stuff. And she told me that I was amazing and super strong and all this great stuff. She's fantastic. She's awesome. And like the day or so after that, I just like broke down crying. At and- work. At work. <laughs> And it was tears, tears of pure joy because it was, it was me letting go of something I didn't know I was holding on to. Mm. And this Ellen DeGeneres thing is the same thing of like letting go of something you didn't quite know you were holding on to. And for me, that was like accepting who I am. Like I've been out and been kind of trans forever. But on the other hand, I've also had to hide it for so long. So
1: what? Is it? When you are saying you're letting go of something you've held on for so long,
0: what are you letting go of? What were you holding? I just tend to think about things like with, with Shirley, it was like someone who was able to validate me at a time when I didn't know that that was even possible. Okay. Um, when I was 15, 16 years old, closeted as heck. Mm wouldn't dare tell anyone about it, but like, I had Garbage's music, I could listen to that, and it was, had queer themes and things like that, and and even trans themes later on, mm-hmm. on some of their later albums, and um, just, it was like, it was like, just feeling this release, mm-hmm. and a release of something that you didn't know you needed release from, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you never experienced that, something like that,
1: well gosh you you surprised that you you sprung that question on me <laughs> i don't i don't think about me when oh, we no. do these podcasts yeah um uh <coughs> can i take a few minutes yeah and think about it course. okay so right. i but like so what when you were listening to yeah um you know this this talk about Ellen DeGeneres yeah. coming out, and what was that? Like ninety three? It was 90, so yeah, it was long later ago. Later than that, it was
0: like yeah, mid late nineties. Mid late 90s. Middle, late,
1: okay, so ninety eight. Yeah. I don't know. I'm guessing. And and you're you're watching this video, and you you see that. So you're letting go of. Look, we don't have to hide anymore.
0: Yeah, a little bit. I this think- is
1: reality. If ABC put this episode on.
0: Yeah. Then
1: this is actually we're reality. Or just something
0: you see in yourself that, like, the stages of coming out. It's, it's one of the reasons um, the TV show Supergirl, the CW TV show, which we've talked about before, is, mm-hmm. like, I, when one of the characters came out gay on that, I loved it because of how she came out, which was that she didn't really know what she was doing when she came out. Mm-hmm. She she's coming out to her sister and her sister's asking her questions and the answer to everyone is i don't know i don't know and that's kind of how that really affected me too because it was just like when you see something that kind of mirrors yourself mm-hmm. and you just kind of something triggers in your head i guess trigger I shouldn't use that word but something like something clicks in your head and yes. you're like and you're like And some neurons connect and you kind of put something together. Because I, growing up, mm -hmm, growing up, I knew from a very early age that I was, that I wanted to be a girl. Mm -hmm. I was different from the other lads. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And by the time I was 10, 11, 12, junior high-ish, I really, really worried I was gay. Okay. Because that was the big deal. No one talked about trans. This was the 90s. There wasn't even a word. 80s, 90s. No one talked about being trans. No one was going to accuse anyone of being a transsexual. Mm-hmm. Um, the word they would have used back right. then. And so I was bullied incessantly in junior high. And it was faggot. faggot. That was the word they always used. Faggot. You faggot. You faggot. You faggot. And I really did worry. I would go home and I, I worried I was gay. I knew I was attracted to the girls in my class. I had crushes on the girls in my class, but I worried I was gay because I had, because straight boys don't go home and like dress up in skirts and stuff and Mm -hmm. want to put on makeup and Mm -hmm. like that's not how the world works. I feel so bad. I'm thinking of junior
1: high, you who just does not get it and knows something is off, but also knows you're a. boy because that's what everyone says yeah. I am and I like girls so that's my thing but everyone's calling me gay like I can't even yeah. Im- imagine like having to deal with that on top of pre-algebra yeah. on top of all <laughs> the shit that everyone else deals with on top of little league and like hormones and family stuff and i cannot emphasize pre-algebra yes. <laughs> like stuff is hard A5. oh my god it's hard to getting, getting your ass
0: kicked every day yeah, which is not bullying. fun and, yes. and having to deal with like faculty of the school who didn't give a shit that you and were being bullied what they're sending you to church four times a week yeah, or something yeah. three times a week okay God. that was just my family in church but it was i knew that you know but, so being oh. so having you know people at school being like faggot 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 having my dad sit there and be like my kid's not gay gays are disgusting and mm-hmm. you know my dad's mm-hmm. very republican shit mm-hmm. and the same thing in our culture was very like anti-gay mm-hmm. and it was so i felt this i felt this affinity with gay people And I didn't really understand it. I just sort of kind of had this affinity of these are kind of my people. Now, was it because, oh, these are outsiders? These are- Partly. Okay. I think so. Because I was a kind of, by the time I was like in high school, I, I was a little bit punk, a little bit goth um all bad boy all sexy you know Mm. right why not um but a little bit punk a little bit goth a little bit definitely outsider definitely weird weirdo kid Mm -hmm. and you know hung out with the i had wicca friends and i had death metal friends and i had hippie friends with dreadlocks and and i had and the baddest of all bad yeah ballerinas no joke those girls are badass those, yeah, those were all the ones drinking and cutting school. Were all the ballerinas, <laughs> they were the bad girls. I feel
1: like ballerinas would be really into cocaine. That seems like just, their I draft. don't
0: think it was the 90s. We just didn't have cocaine as a okay. concept. Oh, um, a decade too late, decade too late. Uh, the 80s, they had used up all the cocaine by that point. It took us another 10 years to get more <laughs> to restore the world yeah. supply. <laughs> <laughs> I, was li- I was literally, I was literally, oh god. That was literally all Elton John. Oh, for real? <laughs> he just used it all up. No, Elton John apparently used to just have, like, every, like, nightstand or, like, side table in his house would have, like, a sugar bowl. Seriously? Of, like, cocaine in it. For real, if you didn't... If it wasn't a horrible, addictive thing
1: and it yeah. jazzed you so much, yeah, I would have yeah. bottles of Coca-Cola around or pots of coffee around, but, yeah, yeah now we know.
0: So, I... High school, junior high in in Georgia, I didn't really know any actual gay people. The first gay people that I met were there was a couple – there was one gay girl couple who were, like, Wiccan goth chicks at another school. Another school. And I was friends of a friends. friends of friends of friends kind of with them. You had friends at other schools? Yeah. Was that through your church? That was through, like, hanging out at the coffee shop or whatever. Okay. And – Read my book, American Trans Girl. And it's a not a memoir at all. No. I don't know bit. what you're talking about. Little uh so Just a little. And then I, I I met also through that kind of same kind of downtown coffee shop punk scene, uh, a drag queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we can actually link to her, Claire Storm. Claire Storm. Uh, she's a drag queen, or and kind of identifies non binary a little bit. But um, yeah, just seeing her pictures. I met her in her guy mode mm. and seeing her pictures, I was like, holy shit, this is you, you know? Mm. And so that was my kind of my first like. This is a thing you can do. I was do. maybe 16, yeah. And it was like, wow, this is crazy. How and did you meet her in guy mode? What was she? What was the she situation? She was just at a place we were at. and- okay. And a you friend say of a bar. I'm not going to. It wasn't it. a bar. I don't remember. And it was. At, I don't. I want to say it was a coffee shop, but I don't remember. I don't think it was. I forget what it was. was Restaurant or something. Was I don't. It a I, cracker Barrel. I forget. But the point was, <laughs> it was. A, it probably was a Waffle House because it was <laughs> the South. But um, yeah, she had a like a like a photo album of her pictures because the 90s, because you you didn't have a phone to uh-uh. swipe through, and. I So I always felt this huge affinity for the gays, for the LGBT nascent community, mm-hmm. um, As I, and as I got older. Like, and I didn't think it was maybe because they were outsiders as well, but mm-hmm. I also knew, like, I knew cool gay people. And I knew in my heart there was something kind of gay about me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I didn't quite... I wasn't quite able to put two and two together because there's like straight Mm -hmm. Um, cross-dressers. I didn't know it wasn't quite that because I knew it went something deeper than that for me, Mm -hmm. but that's sort of a language you can use to explain it to people, so that makes sense Mm -hmm. if you're talking to your friends. But um, yeah. So
1: when I hear this, your affinity for the gay community Mm -hmm. and not quite getting why, it makes me think that Oh, society told you you were male, and society told you you were straight, and this affinity. Why do you think you felt that affinity? Because, like, you were just right.
0: You were the person who likes girls. But I think also, like... There was, in the 90s, it was starting to be almost, in in certain circles, a little cool to be kind of gay.
1: So that's part of why you identified? You well, like, you maybe? know,
0: like like Michael Stipe was gay and like- Wait, Michael diff- Stipe
1: is gay? Yeah. For real? I think he's, yeah. Is he bi or gay?
0: I know he's had girlfriends in the past, oh, so but I bi. think he's gay. Huh. I think he, he took his- This is something huh. that, again, this was- People take a long time to figure their shit out. And of this course. was also another reason why I have these heaving sobs sometimes when this shit wells up in me. Mm-hmm. Is that it takes people a long time. We had a friend of ours. Should I tell the story?
1: Go on. I won't give names. I'll cut it out if you
0: mind. Me. We had a friend of ours who I thought was, like, super gay as hell. And, like, I was almost a little, like, intimidated by her because I thought you're just the fucking gay queen. You're so gay. And... And I, I, found out she didn't. She didn't come out until her thirties, and mm. I was like, "Huh, what were you doing this whole time?" And and that that kind of validated gay me. Girl? That validated me a lot because mm. I was like, I didn't come out to my thirties. So it just, I, I feel like I was kind of naturally drawn to the LGBTQ scene. It did not exist. Mm-hmm. There was gay. I'm doing finger quotes. It mm-hmm. was gay, and that was it. Everything was just kind of gay or straight. Yeah, gay or straight. There was no queer. There was no. I mean, there were queer people. There were trans people, etc. But we weren't really using those terms. It wasn't
1: in the magazines. It wasn't in the newspapers. It wasn't in the TV shows. So that means for most people,
0: it wasn't. So I think being so, I think I had this natural affinity because I had these feelings I didn't quite understand, Mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, gay, cool. Mm -hmm. Um, I like the outsiders. That's another thing. And I think that we also kind of, growing up in the South, gays were demonized. Gay mm. people were demonized. Mm-hmm. And it was just, you know, they're spreading AIDS, they're, you know, recruiting, perverts. they're perverts, they're fucking kids, mm-hmm. you know, all, this, all, male, all, male, all male. All male, all yeah, male. 100% 100%. Yeah. And I think there was this natural inclination to kind of want to side with the underdog. I've always wanted to side with the underdog. So you're destroying the American family. Hey, eh? yeah, Tell me more. Exactly. No, I've always kind of felt, I think because I was bullied uh-huh. so much, I have always kind of felt a natural affinity for underdogs. Uh-huh. And the gay people in the 90s in Georgia and the South were underdogs. And some of my friends and I, I think, kind of went out of our way to be a little like gays are cool Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um i remember going to we went to like a sex shop and they had like the it was the first time i saw like rainbow stickers and the first time i saw like the two grooms on the for the wedding cake and things like that and we were like yeah that's cool you know so Mm. i i always kind of had that sort of affinity affinity and that's one of the reasons you know also like liking the gay character in something when it wasn't camp Okay. Because the gay characters in a lot of, a, a lot of times the gay character was like, oh God, who was it on Will and Grace that wasn't great? Will, Jack? Will,
1: Jack was the swishy gay. Swishy Will gay. was the straight acting gay. Yes.
0: So, the, so a lot of gay characters were swishy Jacks. Yes. Will and Grace. If you haven't seen Will and Grace, just. You probably You've absorbed see, okay. it. Yeah, All right, cultural the people osmosis. Have, have seen Will okay. and Grace, so very swishy, very effeminate, very played kind of played for laughs, very kind of campy.
1: Even on Will and Grace, Jack was played for laughs. Yeah, yeah.
0: So characters like that, and like, but then also characters like Willow and Tara on Buffy. Willow when I got to see them, and, and and just kind of have that kind of affinity and be like, oh my god, these characters are gay, or these mm-hmm. character, or a character that's. You never saw a trans character who wasn't, like, a serial killer or something. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. trans Transvestites,
1: transsexuals. Yeah, that wasn't even in the regular mainstream.
0: No, it wasn't. But so there were gay characters. <coughs> and I kind of naturally had that affinity. And, and talk I yeah
1: about this, you know, like this video that we were watching today that talked about characters on Golden Girls and Cheers and All in the Family and Soap. And talk to me about you as a kid, watching TV, seeing your parents respond to those characters. What did you see that was gay in pop culture? And how did you respond to that?
0: I remember there was an episode that um, Matt Baum does, and it's a Murphy Brown. And Murphy I, Brown. My, my parents used to watch Murphy Brown, which is weird, because it was a very liberal show.
1: It was, but it was kind of funny, and I think it was interesting for its time in that it Incorporated real politics in a fictional yeah show. Also, I that I, was I, pretty. Smart. Also, I
0: think my dad had a thing for Candace Bergen. Well, so
1: she's, she's a tough broad, and not too yeah, not too hard on the eyes.
0: So, yeah, my parents used to watch Kansas. Uh, used to Murphy watch Murphy Brown, Brown yeah. and uh, so I would occasionally watch Murphy Brown. And I remember the gay episode, and there is a part where they think that the character Miles on Murphy Brown is gay, and he. Uh they're like, Okay, check and ask him if he's oh no, no, it's a different character. they think is gay, and they're like so Jim, sh- the senior correspondent, right? I forget exactly who I it think, was. I think
1: it was basically the Sam Donaldson,
0: okay. kind of character, and it was like, ask him, tell him he has something on the bottom of his shoe, and if he like flips his heel up behind him, he's gay, he's gay, but if he like pulls his you know his leg up his leg front. up in front of him, he's straight, and then the guy. They they go, you have something or She it was like, "Oh, is it this one? No, And they just not that one. And then, And I just remember like it was certain things like that that i I do recall getting these ideas of what it was to be gay mm-hmm. and kind of like a checking for them in myself mm-hmm. <laughs> to see, do I do that? Do I do something like that? do right. I do I have my watch on the my watch? On the inside of my wrist? Right. No, I never did. Because here's a
1: this is a diagnostic. Yeah, apparently. this is a biomarker.
0: Or or things like, uh you know, limp wristed or whatever. Oh, of course.
1: did you did you lisp no. as a child? Yeah, no, okay. I never
0: lisped. I was never an effeminate kid. I mean, I liked dresses for and a stuff. girl. You weren't effeminate. Yeah. No, I was a, I was a tomboy. Well, yeah. Definitely a tomboy. But I mean, because I still liked trucks and things like that but it was i do remember sort of that kind of thing um where i would just kind of check and make sure i wasn't doing anything gay now okay now i know what a gay thing is i can make sure i'm not doing that
1: so you would see murphy brown you would see how your parents react you would see what it is to do or to not do you would see how they were and you would act accordingly
0: yeah And just make sure that I wasn't accidentally doing anything gay because I still worried I was gay. What else Um, was your impression of gay? Well, I remember. Okay, do you remember In Living Color? Hilarious show. I still love In Living Color. I watched the DVDs a few years ago and some of it was absolutely hilarious. But Met on Film. Some of it absolutely held, held up because I it. I still love okay. Damon Wayans. He's still one of my favorite comedians. I I haven't I haven't seen his career in ages, so I know he did a couple sitcoms. He might be right wing. I don't know, or homophobic. <laughs> I have no clue. He could be Mormon by now. Or he could in be the nineties, I mom. loved David. Know. I loved yeah, and I loved Damon Wayans <laughs> in the nineties. But right. um, remember Men on Film? Him and Alan Greer. I remember Men on Film. Uh, David Alan Greer. Yeah. Yes. Oh God, that was hilarious! Okay, and, they had and the little
1: tiny hats on their balls. They did the little tiny hats layers, and they, two snaps up, and so they were, they
0: were gay. They were gay, and, and they were rating was,
1: movies. they were rating it based on the hotness of the male. Actor. A lot of a lot of times,
0: okay. and it was just I, it was funny, and it's probably homophobic and and terrible. Okay. And at the time, it was ninety two, ninety three, and and so I as a was, kid
1: watching that, you loved it.
0: I did, and I remember my dad being like, oh. <laughs> you know.
1: even though it is comedy it is homophobic comedy and it is clearly actors you've seen in the sketch not two minutes ago but he was like yeah because what i know we've been talking about your thought process but let's let's step back a
0: little What's your dad's thought process? My, he doesn't I,
1: even want you exposed to the concept. No,
0: and my dad would also, I remember talking about, like, there were multiple things. Like, I remember once watching, like, CNN or something, and there mm-hmm. was some senator or something, and they were like, um, My son, Chad, is gay, and I love him. And then my dad was like, My son, Chad, because let's say that was my name, sure. <laughs> is not gay. And I want to be like, I'm 11. You don't even fucking know, yeah. <laughs>
1: um,
0: and so I felt dad in would that just moment say that to the TV, yeah. And I using felt in that you as and I his felt in that moment that like I I knew I wasn't quite straight yeah um so i i was i was secretly gay i was lesbian gay the whole time and i didn't quite know that and it took me a while to figure out but like that and i remember gays in the military was a big thing in the 90s oh because yeah. of don't, ask don't, don't tell. ask don't tell and it was i remember my dad my dad was so like fucking ridiculous that he would always go because even then i was like he's in the military who gives a shit and mm-hmm. and my dad being like Oh, you know, they just stick their, their pee-pees in each other's buttholes. And, like, that was my dad's, what? like... What? My dad's, <laughs> like... and My dad, adult dad, would be, like, they stick their peepees pees in each other's buttholes. you. To you. That? He yeah. would say that
1: to you. Yeah. A child.
0: To, like, a Eleven 12-year-old. Or
1: eight. Yeah. Or 14. Yeah. Or whatever you And were. I would just be,
0: like, oh, my God. Yeah, so my so dad was... So,
1: buttholes. So, that's how it happens. Thanks, Dad. I wasn't My dad sure was very... Went.
0: My dad was very, very homophobic. I think he still is. And... <laughs> Like yeah, surprise! You've got a trans daughter. So,
1: blah, blah, blah.
0: and sorry, back up. Yeah, a gay. Yeah, back up. Trans blah, blah, blah. daughter.
1: <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You've got a lesbian daughter. You've
0: got a lesbian trans daughter. So <laughs> yeah, you got double fucking gay homophobe. And I yeah, so I think I think I grew. My mom. I remember my mom. One time we were watching the A Team. The A-team. And there was a, I used to love the A Team when I was three because tomboy three or yeah. four three or four years old I used to love the A Team and I think I thought Mr T was just the coolest person I ever mean, he it literally was, like, was it was like 1984 yeah you weren't wrong he pretty much was the coolest person I liked Murdoch I thought Murdoch was really cool too and um face you know uh the other guy. <laughs> Hey, you're listening to the A-Team Podcast. The podcast of <laughs> the other two guys, of the A-Team. Hannibal, Hannibal. Face and Hannibal, I didn't really give a shit about. But anyway, I, there was an episode where there was like a gay wedding. To, We're talking two... about the gay episode today. <laughs> <laughs> there was a gay wedding with two gay guys. Um, and my mom, I was like four, maybe. And my mom said sometimes uh two boys want to get married instead of a boy and a girl and i was like "Ooh, that sounds cool because i i would much rather marry a boy than it you know i like boys better than girls because you know because i'm a tomboy because i'm a tomboy yeah and so i do remember that telling moment of my mom being like you know it's 84 and my mom kind of explained gayness to me in a very non-judgmental way to her four-year-old kid Go here in like her. here in like wow. Alabama in the in the eighties. I wonder
1: if she picked up on something.
0: I don't. Know. No, no. You. I don't think she did because I when I came out to all my family, I was like, you, you're, "None of you friggin' knew." Okay, hid that better than I thought. But at that point,
1: instead of her looking at the TV and seeing two men get married and doing what your dad would have done, which at the very least was like. You know, some yeah. sort of disapproval. She said to you, a child, her, yeah, at the time, her son. She said, sometimes two boys want to get married. Yeah,
0: my mom expressed it as the most normal thing in the world. So I think my mom had a better attitude than my dad.
1: I love Brenda. She's amazing. There you go. Well, I'm you can tell her fan. that. I am gonna.
0: And so yeah, so for it's a it's been a complex it's been a complex ride. Dealing with trans and gay, so it's it's very much been something where my whole life I've kind of felt a great affinity to gay people, and it took me a while to figure out why. Yeah, but I did eventually. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I'm and then in the club. And then I think I that's that's now. why I break down sometimes is because I do kind of I I've, I had to keep everything about myself so tightly projected mm-hmm. like that's so, not correct
1: that's not right so
0: buried deep deep down that like there's pieces of it that still come out sometimes and when it does it comes out in a eruption of sobs and tears and do joy that, do
1: you think there's gonna be pieces here and there for a couple of years now do you think Probably. That's just gonna be how it is I think so that's awesome babe yeah chipping away at all that bullshit that, that, that society that's what told is. you that's you had, it had to put into place yeah I love it yeah well, thanks. Hey, listeners, what was it like for you? Did, what was it like when you saw Ellen come out? What was it like, uh, watching soap? What was it like seeing
0: whatever gay uh, one thing of the, we missed? The
1: Backstreet Boys come out. one of the Backstreet Boys? I think or, one of the Backstreet
0: Boys is
1: gay. Like whatever, yeah. whatever age of coming of age you were and that thing that you were like, Oh, oh. Write to us, tell us. We would yeah, love, we'd love to, to hear, hear your from stories you. Because,
0: yes. because we all have our own unique story and And if we you're come one of this, our yeah.
1: really young listeners and you grow up in a world where it's already past don't ask, don't tell. It's already past marriage equality. Like when has that hit you? When has that struck you? Have your parents been cool? Have your teachers been cool? Do kids still call each other faggot? In school, they must, right? I don't
0: think they do. I don't know if they do, but they complain about each other not being good at Fortnite.
1: I think it's all about Fortnite yeah. at this point. We we totally know the Fortnite dance. We're doing it right now, right into us. Let us know what are you thinking, yeah. what are you feeling, what is it like? Really, I want to believe that it's fine for gay kids now that it's a totes non-issue. I'm
0: pretty sure that's not quite the case. I would love to find out from our younger viewers, our listeners. listeners and or if you're just staring at a screen, <laughs> maybe you have sock puppets of us that you, <laughs> you used to play along with. Somebody, please with make that video with we'll put it with a on a little, our YouTube with a little cardboard TV that you built. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, change the channel here with this button. Um, with a little coat button. It's I just literally sort of glued. A button. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Let us know. I would love to hear from our yeah. older
1: listeners, our younger listeners, and like we say
0: everyone in between and also people who were non-binary and and, or people Mm. yeah and or bi or anything like we all have this kind of weird unique journey that that we as each one of us comes out it gets so much easier for the next person and we all strengthen each other by doing that this
1: is why it's so important to come out it's so important to talk about it. You don't have to be a journalist, you don't have to be a screenwriter, but just your little bit of input on the world makes it easier for that kid coming up behind you. yeah, tiny bit easier for one human being that is enough that's
0: a lot that is, and that's awesome, yeah, so thank you all everyone for listening to this my story, and yeah. uh, yeah, we'll do some more listener questions coming up thanks for talking about gay stuff yeah all right this was kind of an improv too (laughs) we just had this conversation and kath was like we're recording that we watched this
1: cool video link down below watch it i highly recommend it. matt
0: baum's culture cruise do check it out
1: yes and his other stuff too but there's a link yeah you'll like it
0: all right everyone we'll talk
1: to you next time keep rebelling
0: bye If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content, go to patreon.com forward slash gender We have many different levels of support and
1: lots of great rewards. Including drinks with the gender rebels at Stonewall. Please leave a five-star review on iTunes. That makes it easier for other people to find us.
0: And send your questions to questions at GenderRebels.com. Or find us on Twitter at the Gender Rebels. Music for the Gender Rebels is by Jasper the
1: Colossal. Follow the link down below, or download them on iTunes today. And for all our episodes, visit genderrebels.com. The Gender Rebels is a comeback sync! Production copyright 2018. All rights reserved.
0: And to all you Gender Rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye. Bye.
1: is in the rainbow, is in the acronym, is part of everything, but, oh, you need that. I, I bet you wish you didn't leave that on the couch, for the dog to destroy. out mm, mm-hmm. What a naughty boy. Okay. <clears throat> So my question for you as a gay person, you're a lesbian, you're a gay woman.